Our reading from the London Baptist Confession of Faith comes from chapter 18 of the Assurance of Grace and Salvation, paragraph 1. You can find on the back of your bulletin. It says, Although temporary believers and other unregenerate men may vainly deceive themselves with false hopes and carnal presumptions of being in the favor of God and in a state of salvation, which hope of theirs shall perish, yet such as truly believe in the Lord Jesus and love him in sincerity, endeavoring to walk in all good conscience before him, may in this life be certainly assured that they are in a state of grace and may rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, which hope shall never make them ashamed. This is one of the hallmarks, this doctrine, the assurance of faith, is one of the hallmarks of Puritan and Reformed preaching and teaching and living. And our confession stands in that great line, in that great tradition. It says that although temporary believers and other unregenerate men, so it's saying that temporary believers are unregenerate. We know that there are many people, we've known them in our own lives, who have made professions of faith, have walked with us as Christians for a time, maybe even for a long while, and then fallen away, apostatized, turned away from the faith. But as our confession states, and as we believe at this church that the Bible teaches, those people, such, were never saved. Such were never Christ's. They were, as our confession says, temporary believers. They were as the seed that Christ talks about in the parable, that fell on the path and in the thorns. They were not truly rooted in the good soil. They were not truly his. And though this is a fearful thing, and though this should cause us anxiety at times, and should cause us to look inwardly, if that's all we do, we will be left without assurance. We must not only look inwardly, the only reason we should look inwardly is that we might then look up to Christ. For there we find assurance alone. But there are temporary believers, and they are unregenerate. They vainly deceive themselves with false hopes and carnal presumptions of being in the favor of God. They do this through trusting in their works, through trusting in their good life. I've been to church. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? Have we not done mighty works in thy name? Have I not attended church faithfully? Have I not tithed faithfully? Have I not preached the gospel faithfully? None of that can do anything towards our salvation. And when we place our hope in what we do, even though it be good, it is folly and will give us no assurance. They have false hopes and carnal presumptions that they're in a state of salvation. And that hope shall perish on the day the Lord says, Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. But then our confession says this, Yet, such as truly believe in the Lord Jesus and love him in sincerity, endeavoring to walk in all good conscience before him, may in this life be certainly assured that they are in a state of grace. Those who truly believe, those who see no other hope, no other Savior than Christ, who would rather die at this physician's door than attend unto any other. There be one great physician. There be one good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. When we trust in anything else, 
we are hopeless. So true belief is a true thrusting oneself upon Jesus Christ, casting oneself before him, saying, I have no other hope outside of thee, O Lord. Though we are to do introspection, though we do know that we will do good works, the first of which is this, loving him. Do you love Jesus? Do you love God? That is the first work you should look to. And our works do not save us. None of them do. Even our love is but cold in light of God's love towards us. But in this life, as we seek to please him, as we seek to obey him, that's having good conscience. We obey him because we love him. We obey him because we fear him. We obey him for our own joy so we can have more of him. It's not salvific in itself. In this life, we can be certainly assured, dear church, that we are in a state of grace and may rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, which hope shall never make them ashamed. If we have not hope, we have nothing. And that hope is only to be found in Jesus Christ. Let us turn our eyes unto Jesus. I trust not the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. He is Emmanuel, God with us. His name is Jesus, and he shall surely save his people from their sins. Please rise for the singing of psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, and the reading of God's word.